a radio show that confesses Christ without confusing the law and the gospel. A radio show that takes scripture seriously without taking ourselves so seriously. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. When we look at ourselves and the situation of the world, uh, God is certainly there, but He's hidden there. He's not seen there. He's not. He, he hasn't put Himself there to be found. Where He puts Himself to be found is on the cross. That's where we know that He loves us. So we can just as well undo God's love for us as we can go back in time and pry the nails out of Jesus' hands. We can just proclaim God's word, trust it will do what it says it will do, and no longer be be judging the effectiveness of the, of the preached word by human standards of measurement, by by the number of people that are there, but but rather to just do what God told us to do, to preach the word and administer the sacraments. Ch- Charles Finney could have possibly had the ugliest face of any theologian, <laughs> except for Brian Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Table Talk Radio, everyone's favorite Lutheran theological game show with Evan Gigline and Pastor Brian Wolf Mueller. Hey, awesome. Awesome. Well, let's get right. I'm not listening. I'm actually talking on Whoa. that world-famous theological game show. So. You're not li- Oh, right. Well, I wasn't talking to you. Okay. <laughs> let's get oh. right to it. Uh, our lineup yes. for this uh, for this show uh, after buzzwords is bumper sticker theology and then don't forget the stanzas to your hymns with a special guest and then we end up with your listener response and, and feedback and emails and, and the like. So awesome. let's get right to it with buzzwords. Uh, the bu- the buzzword I have for you is baptism. What? We haven't used baptism? My reaction exactly. So Whoa. baptism is we have we've had uh, baptismal regeneration, but not oh, baptism. See. So it's kind of funny I, that we define baptismal regeneration before we define baptism. Yeah, I tell you what, that's something. I I don't know. Uh, baptism, you know, being just an ordinance, a man-made ordinance uh, that uh, signifies our uh, act of faith. I don't know how I'm going to get it into the conversation. Right, oh, that but maybe is, if that baptism is, negative, is God's wait, 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 <laughs> negative five hundred points. <laughs> but maybe if baptism is actually the Lord's work, delivering to us the promise of the forgiveness of sins, adopting us into his family, calling us by his name, opening up the doors of heaven, forgiving all our sins, giving us eternal life, then maybe maybe baptism would actually come up in our conversation. So we'll have to see how it works. <laughs> all right, you just defined it for me. So uh, well, what's your buzzword for me? <laughs> inspiration. Inspiration. Different than perspiration. Oh, my gosh. Inspiration. This is the. It comes from uh, the text. Come that word comes from uh, Timothy, where Timothy says, Timothy three sixteen, Second Timothy three sixteen. Right. Uh, All scripture is given by the inspiration of God. It's uh, or a more maybe a more literal translation is that it's God breathed, so that the Lord Himself spoke the words. the The, the words of the scriptures proceed, like Jesus says, from the mouth of God. Remember when he, uh, a man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, so that, so that we know that the scriptures, the words of the prophets and apostles, proceed from the very mouth of God. Right. All right. That's a good Inspiration. Buzzword. All right. Buzzword. So we have baptism and inspiration. Very good. Okay. Well, uh, th- this first segment then is... Uh, the theological, or, I'm sorry, uh, bumper sticker theology, and uh, the first one. Hey, we... do you know I was listening to the to, I was listening to the radio the other day, and there's a philosopher from some big school who wrote uh, bumper a, a book called Bumper Sticker Philosophy. Ooh, 
Can you believe that? So he goes through all the bumper stickers and talks about the philosophy behind them. And I said, no, wait a minute. Look, this uh, some big-name philosopher is ripping off Table Talk Radio. <laughs> right. Can you believe that? Antitrust. We need an antitrust lawyer. If, if among our dozen listeners there's an antitrust lawyer out there, could you please uh, email Evan and, uh, and yeah. let him yeah, know you're ready me, to work please. for free? Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, bumper sticker theology. Our first one comes to us through our phone line at 866-851-5523. You know, people have put that number into their cell phones and have it saved. And so when they come across a, a bumper sticker on their road, they pull out their phone, unless you're in Colorado. Are you? No, you just can't text in Colorado, huh? Is that, is that what the yeah, law yeah. is? So you can That's talk right. on the you phone as long as you're not texting. Right, that's right. Okay, so don't text us your bumper stickers, uh, but call us at eight six six eight five one five five three. Yeah, you can you can um, text message uh, your bumper stickers to Pastor Wolf Miller. What's your phone number? Look, someone's texting me right now. I better not pick up the phone. Can you hear? <laughs> Amazing. Uh, reminds me to turn my cell phone off when we're on the radio. Okay, so this is the uh, the first uh, audio clip that we have for bumper sticker theology. Hi. This is Wolfenstein Brymiller from Aurora, and I'm what? kind of confused because I didn't hear an option for the bumper sticker theology, so I'm just going to leave my message for bumper sticker theology. I don't know if that counts as listener participation, and I forgot the instructions for listener participation things already. Man, this is going to make great radio material. It is already. So, it is I was driving down the road, and... I look over, and here's a truck, and it, it's not really a bumper sticker, but it was kind of painted with all of this abortion stuff on it, and I didn't really get to read all of it. All I saw was the picture of a fetus, and it said, repent or perish. What do you have to say about that? All right, so repent. Yeah, or we're perish. moving from from uh, from from the uh, bumper sticker to the actual paint on the car. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so uh, a, a picture of a fetus and it says "repent or perish." Uh, what do you have to say about that? Well, I, I I'm guessing. I'm just guess. You know, and you know why we play this game is is that no? Why uh, do we play this game? Right. Uh, I mean, aside from filling time <laughs> and amusing ourselves. The, we're, what we're trying to do is um, really, and this is the whole idea of Table Talk Radio, we're trying to move dis, uh, Christian and biblical discernment into uh, our, our everyday lives. So we're trying to figure out that how, how can we uh, bring the catechism and the teachings of the scriptures into the things that we do every day, and how can we do it in a fun and slightly amusing way. And, and so bumper sticker theology, we want to we develop um, kind of the pattern of uh, of looking at the things around us and using our Christian discernment, figuring out uh, law and gospel and what are the Ten Commandments and all this sort of thing. So bumper stickers are a great way because what a bumper sticker is trying to do is it's trying to capture an idea or a teaching or a doctrine or a thought or a way of life, and it's trying to do it in just a few words. So so it provides an opportunity to, to look at the few words and to uh, and to determine what's going on behind them, and that's and that's the point here. I, I'm going to suspect then that what's happening with this painted side panel of the car is that the person is um it would be uh, against abortion, and they're showing the picture of the baby, and what they're saying is, look, at this is a this is a human being that we should not kill, and that killing a baby is a sin, and that 
the the option that what we're supposed to do when we're confronted with sin is to repent and apart from repentance uh, there comes death uh, it's an it's an odd sort of uh, contrast though because uh, because here it's someone who is apparently pro pro life that's using the the very threat of death as the as the motivator for this sort of thing so hmm. um, it's a bit of a confusing thing. And here's maybe another confusing thing. I just got back from Iowa this weekend, which was marvelous, fantastic trip to Iowa. And I got to hear a paper from Corey Moss. He's a he's a theology professor uh, at Concordia, Irvine. He he has a goatee with wings, if you see him. Uh, it was, and he was talking about a, a abortion and antiquity, so the, the practice of abortion in the ancient world and this sort of thing. And he was putting forth the idea that how this matters to us is especially this, is that uh, when we are dealing in the civil realm with the practice of abortion, we are dealing with something that should be handled not theologically, but rather by reason, by natural reason, uh, guided uh, by 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 the truth. So that we, uh, so that when we're arguing that we should not remove children from the womb uh, and kill them, we are arguing not from the scriptures per se. We can do that, of course, but that's not how the argument should go forth to, to actually benefit the world. But we're arguing from natural reason, saying, look, here's a life, and that government exists to protect the lives of the citizens. Uh, and, that we, and that the religious rhetoric uh, actually does damage when we try to argue in the, in the public square. So maybe, maybe that actually happens in this, um, um, with this, with this uh, van. It's calling people to repentance for the sin of abortion which we certainly need to do, and also offer the Lord's forgiveness there. But when we're arguing in the public square, we want to make the simple kind of logical argument is that, look, government exists to protect the lives of the of the most vulnerable, and who is more vulnerable than the baby who cannot live without the sheltering context of its mother's womb? Yeah, I like though that this kind of refocuses the attention of what the real issue is, uh, that being that there's a human life at stake here. Um and that because a lot of people say, oh well, it's the women's the woman's choice. You know, we need to have a choice for them, preserve the woman's choice. We're all about the the freedom of the woman. Well, wait a minute. We never promote one's right to choose when it involves ending another human life. So now the discussion isn't about woman a person's choice because we don't have choice over life. The question is now: Is there human life in, involved? And the answer here is yes, there is human life involved. Right. So, all right. Well, that's about uh, all the time we have. We have about 30 what? seconds left. So in this last 30 seconds, we're going to invite you then to visit our website, tabletalkradio.org. I uh, have articles on there. And also, we want to invite you to be a contestant on this yeah. uh, humble yeah. radio show, uh, theological game show. Uh, call our number, 866-851-552. Leave us your name and your number if you want to be a contestant on our show. And we're going to work out a time when we record this show. And you can be a contestant. So you can be on here playing bumper sticker theology or law and or oh, gospel man. or Bible it's like B. like everyone's dream come true. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So do that. Call 866-851-5523. More Table Talk Radio right after this. What did you expect from a vicar? 
You're listening to Table Talk Radio. <laughs> Welcome back to Table Talk Radio. For this segment and the next, we're going to be playing Don't Forget the Stanzas to Your Hymns. And for this segment, we have a special guest on the line, Dan Engel of LutheranTimeOut.org. Dan, welcome to Table Talk Radio. Thank you, Evan. Thank you, uh, Pastor Wolf Mueller, for having me on. All right. So he oh, is our pleasure. This is our, our expert guest, then, to, to teach us about these hymns. Now, just briefly, though, in about a minute, Dan, tell us about your operation over there at Lutheran Timeout and what it is that you do. Uh, well, Lutheran Time Out is a free-to-listen uh, podcast. Uh, we are also on Pirate Christian Radio uh, Thursdays at noon Eastern. Uh, that would be uh, 10 uh, Denver time, 10 a.m. Denver time. Uh, it's an interesting operation. Uh, my accompanist, uh, Nathan Beathy, is a director of parish music at uh, Grace Lutheran Church in Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, but I am a member of Zion Evangelical Lutheran Church in Columbus, Ohio. And for our operation, at least the last 30, maybe 40 episodes now, eh, 30 episodes, uh, he has been playing the accompaniment. And uh, you just heard some of that on the uh, lead-in. He does a great job uh, for me. And uh, he sends me the accompaniment, and uh, then I have kind of an in-house studio, (laughs) put that in quotes, uh, (laughs) here at the house. And uh, I sing over it, and we take the hymn. And we add a usually a chapter out of the Bible. I like to do a whole uh, Bible uh, section uh, just just to kind of a practice listening to a Bible in in context. Uh, a lot of these guys, you know, they'll take one or two verses and twist them up, as you very well know. So uh, we we do a chapter uh, usually out of the Bible, and then we do our hymn, and then uh, we also have a, a commentary segment. It's a bonus feature at the website. Uh, we read. Um, we, we read a uh, commentary from uh, Dr. Paul E. Kretzman, uh, Kretzman's popular commentary. He wrote it in the 1920s. The theology's uh, still good, uh, so um, and it happens to be public domain. That's why I picked it. Uh, so uh, our show uh, tends to be about eh, 12 to 15 minutes, uh, and it's free for you to listen, although we do accept donations. Um, and if we uh, have anybody who's interested in also uh, contributing hymns, doing their own uh, uh, singing or uh, accompaniment. I'm not the best singer in the world, but uh, I'll, I'll take some guest singers too and uh, some guest accompanists. Uh, all of that, if you're interested in it, uh, you can reach us a couple of ways. Uh, talk back at lutherantimeout.org or the website, lutherantimeout.org. And we're also on Facebook. And uh, uh, I don't know if we have as many uh, uh, fans yet as uh, <laughs> Table Talk Radio or, uh, well, no, no, not as many as Kirk Cameron either. Uh, but. Uh, <laughs> We're getting soon, there. We're soon. working on we, it. We did the graph, the chart, and we're, our growth curve is bigger than his, so we uh, <laughs> we suspect that we're going to... How did we figure out the time that we're going to surpass Kirk Cameron in the year 2017 on Facebook? So Yeah, everybody's holding their breath for that. Explosive so. growth. All right, let's 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 get going playing Don't Forget This. Now, Pastor Wolfman there doesn't know what this hymn is, so I'm just going to play it, and then, uh, <laughs> then, and then Dan, you, is... you can introduce this here. Uh, so... Pastor Wolfman, are you ready for the first entry of Don't Forget the Stanzas to Your Hymns? 
I didn't even know we are playing this game today. Yeah, surprise. Yes, I'm ready again. <laughs> okay, here it is. Oh, brother. Sing my tongue the glorious battle, sing the ending of the fray. Now above the cross the trophy, sound the loud triumphant lay. Tell how Christ the world's redeemer. Oh, I know oh. <laughs> oh, this one. I just... I I would need the I just need the first word of this line. Okay, I'll tell g- how Christ the world's redeemer as uh as oh, <laughs> oh this is I thought the first round I was supposed to only have one word. No no no, we're doing it different. <laughs> what a nice tune and everything too. All right, so Dan, you got to tell us about the song. I'm going to work on the on the phrase. <laughs> All right, Dan. <laughs> well, uh, this is a, a song that we did uh, for our uh, our Monday Thursday uh, date. Uh, t- timeout happens to be on Thursdays uh, at uh, noon Eastern, so uh, that happened to fall on Monday Thursday, and uh, uh, that. That day, uh, was it April 1st? Yes, it was. Um, that was uh, hymn uh, 454 from the Lutheran service book, uh, Sing My Tongue, the Glorious Battle. And uh, this was kind of cool because uh, Cantor Beathy and I actually recorded this hymn uh, at the chapel of uh, St. Timothy and St. Titus uh, on the grounds of Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. Uh, we had both had the privilege of going to the uh, LCMS uh, Model Theological Conference, and uh, we met up and... Uh, commandeered to their sanctuary and that made for a that made for a good recording um on that so yeah this is a this is an on the way to easter hymn uh, all sorts of all sorts of good stuff are you um are you are you doing all five verses on this evan so yeah, i we, don't want to we have talk about the up. whole thing or? yeah sure just so just maybe the first stanza for now yeah yeah so you know sing my tongue the glorious battle sing the ending of the fray and you know here we here we have uh th- this uh you know, we're we're preparing for the the victory that uh, that that Christ is winning for us. He's, you know, there's another hymn: "The Son of God goes off to war." You know, this is uh, this is uh, the action here of uh, Christ uh, winning, winning our souls. You know, um, winning our souls in that final in that final death uh, to to conquer death. All right, so Pastor, I think you've stalled long enough. Do you have a do you have an answer for this? Our, our Christ, our, as um. Uh, so okay so how about this uh as uh, oh i don't know as a lamb went off to die let's see as a victim won the day as a victim won the day oh man that hey that that was that was semi close thematically yeah but I, i'm not going to give any points for it <laughs> <laughs> but don't worry there's another stanza here uh, for you to give a shout out are you ready <laughs> yes. Okay. Tell how when at length the fullness of the appointed time was come, he the word was born of woman, left for us his father's home. Blaze the path of true obedience. Suffered on the cross and died. <laughs> Shone as light amidst the gloom. 
That also was close. I think that should count also. <laughs> so far, zero points awarded to Pastor Wolfmiller for oh. the, this isn't this isn't the game. Do forget the stanzas to your hymns. <laughs> <laughs> That's a marvelous hymn, by the way. Yes, it is. Dan, what about oh, the second boy. stanza? Oh, uh, you know, when I was going through this, I was looking at the words, and you know, the third line here, "He the Word was born of woman." That's a that's a very good line. That's a, a big thing about what we confess about what we believe about the Christ. You know, He is true God. He is true man. A hundred percent true God and a hundred percent true man. And we he we needed we needed him to be both he needed to to be god in order to uh take upon that infinite uh justice that uh, that god demands and he needed to be human so that he could pay for us and so uh, that line in particular uh really really struck me on this uh in this uh stanza right okay so we have uh two down three more stanzas to go for this hymn uh, Sing My Tongue, The Glorious Battle. If you happen to have the Lutheran service book, it is hymn number 454. But, Pastor, you can't look at it. Yeah, well, I, was, I thought no, you were going to suggest no, you, that. that. You, you can't. Right. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Here's, here's the third stanza for your uh, consideration of oh, don't forget man. the stanzas to your hymns. <laughs> 30 years accomplished, he went forth from Nazareth, destined death. Like a lamb he humbly yielded. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, <laughs> and not too many words. By John. Uh, <laughs> not too many words rhyme with death here. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I don't know. So I'm just trying to work in my buzzword. <laughs> Oh, you did it! <laughs> I did it too. Yeah. I think he gets full credit on that. He pointed that out. <laughs> I think. It's, okay. Well, here's here's what the real stanza should read. On the cross, his dying breath. Yeah, that's what I guessed for the last stanza. <laughs> yeah. You see, <laughs> see, stanza. The end of stanza is usually rhyme. So, like death, breath. See how this works. This this yeah. would be helpful for you in guessing how these go. <laughs> It'd also be helpful if I had any idea what the words to this song were. <laughs> all right, well, I'll that, give you 500 for your buzzword. Sweet. Uh, all right, Dan, what's this, uh, this third stanza have for us? Oh, uh, a lot of the uh, work he did on earth. He went forth from Nazareth, and he was uh, destined and de- dedicated and willing. And I see that word willing, and uh, I think about... Uh, Christ in the uh, Garden of Gethsemane, you know, not my will, but your will be done. Uh, this is what, w- I mean, uh, I, I can imagine even though he is God, he is also man. He probably didn't, you know, feel feel too happy about, you know, putting the nails in his uh, in his hands and the uh, spear in his side. But uh, he was destined, he was dedicated, he was willing to do this, and he did his work. Uh, he met his death, and, and Christ did die on that cross. And, uh, to to win us, and uh, so we, like a lamb, he humbly yielded uh, to the Father's will. There, so uh, all right, a good thing. We are <laughs> three stanzas into this hymn, "Seeing My Tongue," the glorious battle, and we're going to continue with this right after this commercial break. Don't go away. More table talk ready after this, and more of Pastor Wolfmiller failures to get this uh, <laughs> the stanzas of this hymn. Uh, more table talk ready after this. Don't go away. Oh man. 
Table Talk Radio. The games are just an excuse. are some of the sounds you will hear if you go to lutherantimeout.org. We are playing, don't forget the stanzas to your hymn. Welcome back to Table Talk Radio here with Dan Engel from Lutheran Timeout. And uh, we are playing, don't forget the stanzas to your hymn. That's a, that's a hint of the next hymn that we're going to be doing here. But first oh, we need man. to finish up uh, Seeing My Tongue, The Glorious Battle. And uh, we are now ready for the fourth stanza. So Pastor Wolfmuller, here's the next entry. <laughs> I'm doing so great so far. This is really... <laughs> yeah. Hey, you got 500 points for your buzzword. Yeah. Evan, if I could break in. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, yeah, uh, we were asking over the break uh, whether uh, this hymn was uh, contemporary or traditional, and uh, the answer is yes. Uh, <laughs> the uh, text uh, comes from... Uh, I'm, I got my uh, LSB uh, accompaniment edition with all the wonderful notes in it, and it's... Uh, oh, my Latin is horrible, but let's go with uh, uh, Venantius... Uh, Honorius uh, Fortunatus. Uh, he was uh, born in 530 and died in uh, 609. And uh, the tra- it was translated into English by uh, John Mason Neal, uh, 1818 uh, to 66. So it really is uh, traditional as far as uh, 530 AD goes. Uh, the music uh, was written, uh, the tune is called Fortunatus New uh, by Carl uh, Sokka, and he was born in uh, 1929. Ah, very good. So the cutoff then that we that we usually use then for uh, contemporary traditional is seventeen fifty. So you're right. This is well within the uh, the traditional category. <laughs> That's so obnoxious. <laughs> That's the point. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see if you love this next stanza. Faithful cross, true sign of triumph, be for all the noblest dream. None in foliage, none in blossom, none in fruit, thine equal be. Symbol of the world's redemption. Oh, redemption. Uh, so this is, ta- this is talking about the tree of the cross, and it's, it's, it's a marvelous sort of meditation. It's, look, it's looking at the cross, and it's seeing the fruit of this tree as the body and blood of Jesus. None in foliage, that's the body of Jesus. None in fruit, his blood. None in the world, your equal be. What was it? So what was the last line of that stanza? I um, mean, that you gave me? A symbol of the world's redemption. Redemption... Friction. Oh, oh wait, wait. No, the, the rhyme you're looking for, though, is uh, equal B. So um, let's see here. Uh, none in foliage, none in blossom, none in fruit, thine equal B. That's your rhyme. Then symbol of the world's redemption. Uh, uh, shed his blood and died for me. For the weight that hung on me. What a great hymn, though. It is a great hymn. Dan, tell us about this fourth stanza. Well, um, when I look at this one, uh, you know, we're we're talking about the faithful cross and uh, the noblest tree and none in foliage and none in blossom. And 
and I kind of had a word association uh, craziness thing uh, happen, and I thought about the staff of Aaron and the, and the staff in the ark that blossomed, and so this cross, uh, this cross, uh, you know, blossomed or had had this had the Christ on it, and it was mightier than even Aaron's staff in the ark of the covenant. So. Uh, you know this cross, which uh, people wear around their necks, and sometimes it has a corpus on it, and sometimes it doesn't. Uh, but you know, a, a billion people on this planet have this uh, symbol around their neck uh, as a symbol of their redemption. And uh, praise be to God. Let us get some more. All right. Okay. So here's the the last. St- so, Pastor, of this hymn, we have one more hymn after this. But of this hymn, this is your last chance to get points. Uh, so here, right. here it is. No, no doubt I will just hit this one out of the park. Dan's going to raise his hands in victory. Give us the touchdown uh, <laughs> symbol. <laughs> Whenever, because uh, there's, I really got no question that I'll get this one. For okay. sure. Yep. For sure. Let's see. Unto God be praise and glory to the Father and the Son. To the eternal spirit, honor now and evermore be done. Praise and glory in the highest. Uh, uh, Don, it's gonna be so, it's gonna be one. The last word's gonna be one. Praise and glory in the highest. For the victory thou hast won. Hey! Is that it? Timeless ages <laughs> no, it's not. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> man, that was cruel! Oh, what? Evan Meanie Pants? Oh. Uh, no, while the timeless ages run. Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> the, the, the world without end sort of thing. All right, all right. All right, Dan, that this is sense. the last stanza of this one. What's in this one? Uh, well, it's this one's actually kind of self-explanatory. We got the whole, uh, we got the whole Trinity in here. Uh, you know, Christ died on the cross, but we worship the whole God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. And uh, again, this is one of those confessional things. You know, we we confessed in the second verse uh, that uh, the Word was born of woman and. And we confessed in the third verse that you know he he did his uh, he led his holy life and and now in the fifth verse again this is the God to whom we are singing and the if you're not really a Christian you really can't sing this kind of a hymn uh, if you don't believe in the in the Father the Son the Holy Spirit as the Holy Trinity as the as the Holy God and so this is this is why I love this hymn is uh, just because it is so. Um, it is so confessional in that regard. This is what we believe. This is what we sing. This is what uh, we use music uh, to ingrain into our heads, uh, this kind of uh, God that we worship. Very good. Okay, well, we do have another hymn, Pastor, so you get, uh, try to get more points. This one I think you'll have better luck with. Oh, good. And here it is. From depths of light A Luther hymn. Oh, 
you know, oh, I can't. Oh, oh man, did they change the translations that you? Yeah. <laughs> I so I got uh, if that. So here's the TLH version. If thou remember yeah, each must yeah. <laughs> uh, If each should have its rightful mead, who could abide thy presence uh, or something like that? So that's the old version. So now the new version is different. Man, uh, but let's. So give it to me. I'll see if I can sort it out. Uh, how did the last two lines go? Um, okay, Lord, hear my supplication. If thou rememberest, rememberest every sin, who then could heaven ever win? Um, oh, man, I can't sort it out. This is Luther, by the way, this is Luther's Psalm uh, 130 hymn, the De Profundus. Uh, from depths of woe I cry to thee. Psalm 130 starts, uh, from depths of woe I cry to thee. <laughs> and it talks about how uh, we fear the Lord because of his forgiveness, but if he would remember the deeds of men, then no one could stand before him. So some of the, it would be, the line is going to be something along the lines of, who could stand before thee, or something like that. Um, we'll see. Stand before thy presence. That's pretty close. I'll give you 50 uh-huh. points for that. Uh-huh. You will, won't you? Yes. Okay, but we, we have a we have a guest on the show to tell us uh, about oh, this, Sam. You, you don't have to stall. The, okay, so so Dan, <laughs> Dan Engel from LutherantimeOut.org, uh, tell us about this, uh, this hymn, uh, From Depths of Woe I Cry to Thee. Well, uh, the last hymn, and I know you just asked me about this hymn, but the last hymn, uh, we were... Uh, confessing about the God and confessing about God, what he was doing for us, who was he, what was he, the, the, the three in one, what he did for us. This is a hymn of justification. This is about uh, God and me. And this is about how I am just completely and utterly insufficient uh, to work my own salvation or, or to obtain uh, salvation on my own. If I, if I look at all of those laws, if I look at that Ten Commandments, I mean, I can just pick one, and uh, and my wife will tell you. No, and I will tell you uh, how I break that thing. And uh, <laughs> so, um, you know, try you know the, the next old week we're going to have Dan's wife on as a, as a guest. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Don't don't yeah don't don't bring her on as a guest. Uh, no, I'm kidding. But um, but you know, here we are. You know, we were given this law, and this law really shows our sin. This is the, and so we look at this law, and we have this gracious God. And how how in the how in the world can we meet uh, these demands? And so this is a hymn about justification, and how while we do you know while we do our best uh, to to at least you know. Uh, under the third use, you know, be informed of what God wants for us. Uh, the the work of salvation is all Christ. It's there's nothing we can do. Hey, that's right. Okay, well that's it for this segment. We will continue Whoa. playing uh, Pastor Wolfmiller. Forget the stanzas to your hymns uh, after this commercial break. Uh, we are <laughs> discussing the hymn "From Depths of Woe I Cry to Thee." And our special guest is Dan Engel from Lutheran Timeout. Check out his website, lutherantimeout.org. You can listen to these hymns and many others, as well as some readings and some commentary readings as well. Uh, that is lutherantimeout.org. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. Don't go away. More, don't forget the stanzas to your hymns right after this commercial break.
everyone's favorite critical event. Table Talk Radio will be right back. Welcome to the last segment of Table Talk Radio. That has nothing to do with my performance in this game, I'm sure. <laughs> no, no, no. I thought you were going to bump in. That's with learning Dex. to fly, actually, oh, and uh, to that fly. might oh, have something right. to do with your performance in this game. <laughs> I thought you were going to bump in with I'm a loser, baby. Or something like <laughs> I should have. <laughs> oh, next time. I, I would have to be a prophet, though. I, I had no idea you were going to do terribly in this game. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, so we are playing, uh, don't forget the stanzas to your hymns with uh, Dan Engel of Lutheran Timeout from LutheranTimeout.org. From depths of woe I cry to thee is the hymn, and here's stanza number two. Thine love and grace alone avail to blot out my transgression. The best and holiest must fail to break sin's dread oppression. Before thee none can boasting stand, but all must fear thy strict demand. And live alone by mercy. Nice. And live alone by mercy. It's going! It's going! It's going! <laughs> the hands are up. It is good. All right. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. All right. I'll give you 75 points for getting that right. What? I'm just kind kidding. 200. There you go. Okay. So, Dan, tell us about uh, the second stanza from Depths of Woe. Well, uh, lots of... Lots of law and gospel uh, compressed into these tiny six lines here. Uh, Thy love and grace alone avail uh, to blot out my transgression. It's a it's a confession of sin, and even even our best and holiest deeds, uh, like Isaiah says, are like filthy rags. Um, They they cannot break uh, sin's dread oppression on us, and we have to live by Christ's mercy, uh, or else die trying. Uh, <laughs> right. So, well, you, yeah. you can tell uh, Martin Luther, who wrote this hymn, uh, real, had a view of, of of the inspiration of God's word, saying that that I am what God says I am through His word. Right. Okay, so that's five hundred points for me for getting the buzzword, and we'll go to stanza oh, number three. Oh, come on! <laughs> that was a cheese ball buzzword. It, what was the buzzword even? Inspiration. Ah, serves me right for giving you such a softball buzzword, and uh, and not a Latin one. Mm. All right, here's stanza three. Points. The, the <laughs> Therefore, my home is in the Lord, and not in. Upon his faithful word to them of contrite spirit, that he is merciful and just. This is my comfort and my trust. I wait for him. Da 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 da. Oh, I can't get it. I can't think of it. 
What was the last? Well, give me, so give me the last three lines again. I got to get the rhyme. Okay. To them of contrite spirit, he that he is merciful and just, just as my. Um, this is my comfort and my trust. There's no rhyme. I wait upon his pleasure, or something like this. Something like that. I I I, I await his good pleasure. Oh, I can't remember. How's it go? I wait with patience. I knew it had something to do with waiting. All right. You're on the right track. I'll give you another 50 points for that. Hey, thanks. There's this, um, uh, there's this line in the psalm that talks about all who wait for the Lord, waiting for the Lord, etc., etc. So this is, a, kind of an, this is an important theme for, um, uh, for the psalm as well. So here I'm in the depths of woe, and I, and I trust in the Lord's mercy, but it doesn't seem to be forthcoming. So I'm waiting, and I'm waiting for this mercy to come forth. All right. Dan, anything, anything to add to that? Well, I'm looking at line three. Uh, it rests upon his faithful word and uh, to, to them of contrite spirit. And, well, I, I guess I read the whole thing. That would make it line two. But uh, resting upon his faithful word. And, and I was thinking about how so many, uh, so many people uh, attack uh, biblical inerrancy, biblical infallibility. And... It's really unfortunate because while they try to, you know, be a, a cafeteria Christian and, and pick uh, things from here and pick things from there to sort of to sort of patch together a faith, um, they're really taking away uh, this hope in the Lord, and and they want to put the focus on our works. And we we've seen in the previous uh, two two verses there what happens uh, when we rest on us and when we when we don't rest in the Lord and it's so unfortunate we we have to uh, we have to just say you know we are sinners and we we need we need Christ and we we need all of Christ to do one hundred percent of of our salvific work for us. Right. Well said. Okay. Here's the next stanza. Then are we on four now? Uh, the fourth stanza. Yes. All right, here it is. And though it tarry through the night until the morning waken, my heart shall never doubt his might, nor count itself forsaken. Oh, Israel, trust in God your Lord. That's two points for getting the tune right. Good job. <laughs> I I'm getting a blank on this one. I I knew all the other lines in the whole stanza except for the last one. Apparently, <sighs> this is a complicated rhyme scheme that I'm starting to notice that this hymn has. Uh, but I don't know what is it. I can't get it. All right. Wait for his Again, waiting, waiting. I should uh, wait for his appearing. Oh, man. All right, Dan? All right. Um, no, I, again, I think uh, this, uh, I think Pastor Wolf Mueller probably deserves some points for uh, talking about waiting on the Lord in, in verse 3 because they have also apply in verse 4. Uh, this yeah, is kind of a. I like this, this guy. 
You're right, Dan. <laughs> well, I like not, you know, how we're talking about a, a a hymn where where we none of our merits count for the Lord, and all I want is points. <laughs> there's no there's no irony in that at all. Maybe, maybe sure. we'll, we'll give you points when we play comment on the standards of which you can't remember. But until then. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about what you don't know about. Hey, that's our whole show. Uh, well, I don't mean I don't mean to rush you, but let's hit this last stanza so we have enough time to talk about it. So this is uh, stanza five of From Depths of Woe. Though great our sins, yet greater still is God's abundant Forever, who will at last? Our shepherd, good and true, is he who will at last is Israel free. And and uh, oh yeah, and uh, na, 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 uh, to live with him forever. All their sin and sorrow. Oh man, I should have known that one. All right, That'd Dan. Miserable. With, with about a minute, comment on this uh, this hymn and uh, the fifth stanza and as a whole in about a minute, please. Okay. Uh, well, I'll I'll start with the last stanza. Though great our sins, yet greater still. Um, our sins are great. Uh, whether whether we you know give give a um, whether we give a wrong uh, admonition to our children. You know we're busy. You know we do something minor uh, as far as you know. Telling our children or our wife, you know, some, something uh, that we may not, um, that we may regret later on, something as uh, minor as that, or something as great as you know, the 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 theft, the the, um, the you know, theft, murder, adultery, all the, all the big ones. It doesn't matter. Um, all of our sins are great, and all of His grace is greater still. And uh, that's that's what the hymn is about. Uh, we're we're uh, sinners, and and all all of all of what we do. Uh, is is of uh, no use to Christ. He has to pay for us. He has to pay for us uh, with his life on the cross. All right, that is Dan Engel from Lutheran Time Out. Check out his website at lutherantimeout.org. Dan, thanks for joining us today for Table Talk Radio. Thank you. It's my pleasure. And uh, Pastor Wolf, you come out with a solid 800 points, so even though you uh, could hardly get any of these right, you still come out on top, 800 to 500. Um, but I guess You're going to have to change the rules to the game next when, time. <laughs> when you're the only contestant, I guess, I, I guess that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's really good. <laughs> All right. That's right. Uh, don't forget to, to, if you want to be a contestant on this show, call yeah, us at 855 Two, three. And we do want to thank you all for listening to this edition of Table Talk Radio. Where the points are like ordering a Diet Coke to go with your supersized fries and double bacon cheeseburger. <laughs> it won't do you much good at all. <laughs> You've been listening to Table Talk Radio. The views expressed on this show are that of the hosts and do not reflect the views or opinions of this station. We would like to answer your questions concerning theology, the scriptures, or anything else. Send your questions to question at tabletalkradio.org or leave us a voicemail message. 
866-851-5523. Be sure to check out our website, tabletalkradio.org. Thanks for listening, and tune in again next time to Table Talk Radio.